now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. You know what that means? It means the boys are at ABQ Dukes. Let's go. Yeah. Steve Palmasala joining us on the program. Steve, how are you? Lucky I'm, us. I am great. How are you guys? Well, saw you last night at Howie's. You were looking a little bit better than great. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to support the boys. Thank you. I like that sentence. Having a good time at Howie's. That's like some low-hanging fruit yeah, right there. Yeah, everyone does that. Hard. Yeah. Everyone's doing that. Speaking of fruit, Fred has a banana right yep. now. He's just actively eating a banana on air. That's great. I uh, like the shape. I said great, not grape. I like the taste. Give me more banana. Three banana. What is that from? A monkey never cramp. I have no <laughs> idea. I, I cannot tell you at all what that is from. Uh, Blue Jays outfielder. The legendary Moises Alou. Uh, Muniori Yamasaki, I think. I'm oh. probably butchering that name. Doesn't sound But correct. it was a legendary moment. we got to pull up this audio, Amory. Hmm. He uh, was being plagued by some cramps. Okay. And uh, what he did was he watched some nature videos, and he noticed that monkeys never get cramps, so he started eating more bananas. And um, the wonderful PR people at the Blue Jays, found out about this and interviewed him and he said uh, what's your new secret to not being injured right he said three banana i don't he said why three he said monkey never cramp this is a real what is thing this from in the history of baseball this is like a recent we're gonna, thing we're gonna come back to this interview it's a legendary interview this is this from muni like, muniori kawasaki from the last several years or is this from like a like a way out it's the depths of my brain i think wow. it was like 10 years ago that is strong. No, that is wild and weird, and I don't like it. we got a good program today. A lot of Monday Night Football reaction. We'll give you that. Obviously, an entire segment on how we hate Deshaun Watson. We'll go into that, obviously, at length. I, Amory, put together all the quarterback numbers for the NFL this season, and it turns out I'm absolutely right about everyone, and we're going to go over that as well. Major League Baseball players starting to come together. Fans suck in a bunch of different ways. We'll talk about that at length. A uh, big win yesterday for Adam Wainwright. He finally got his 200th in Major League Baseball. Congratulations. That's a big deal to yeah. him. So that's, a, well, that's a big deal for you and you alone. Talking about Uncle Charlie? Yeah, yeah sure. That's a big we'll deal. Talk, we'll talk about so it. So we'll go into length on that and about will there ever be another one. I don't think so. Van thinks there will. You're wrong. Uh, Jason York's going to sit with us for a little bit. Jason York owns the recognition place, and he created the um, championship belt for Duke City Championship Ooh. Wrestling. And today he, uh, he sent me a text. He said, hey, I got you something and i was like well don't give it to me now bring him by the show so he's going to come by the show we got a surprise coming yeah we're going to do that live on that's cool and josh sushan will join us at six as it's the last week of isotopes baseball this week i'm just so happy and so sad for the boys we don't get one more week of baseball just the one the last one at isotope rio grande credit union field it's like it just started as steve palmasano as you are the albuquerque Mm -hmm. duke that's what people call you. Do they? Yeah, they call you the Albuquerque huh. Duke. 
Does it does it hit you a little different when I stops baseball it starts to wind down? Is that like a Yeah, I love baseball. Yeah. Should be year round. Well I mean that would be I, tough. It kinda is if you ask my wife, but huh. <clears throat> baseball season goes a little long for her. Piazza jersey still going like crazy. Yeah, so, yeah I saw People some friends yeah. of the show buy yeah. some today. So a lot of good luck today in that. We were at Howie's last night watching Monday Night Football. Uh, two games at once, which is, I guess, a new thing Monday Night Football is doing. And they were both booty. They were both very booty games. Usually when I double fist at Howie's, yeah. it's with a shot and a beer. Ooh. Last night it was with two football games. Okay. Two of the roughest, ugliest games I've Not seen good. in quite some time. Not good at all. Pittsburgh Steelers defense looked like uh, an all-time defense, and I think that's because of, well, the Cleveland Browns. They're terrible. They they have no idea what they're doing there offensively. I saw a stat today that said Deshaun Watson was single-handedly responsible for negative 35 points. I think it's negative 25 yeah. points, but still, it's awful. Isn't that <laughs> unreal? His, his play was so poor, he was worth a negative ass whipping. I don't remember the last time. A quarterback got two face masks called on him. Ever. Ever. It could be unique in the history was, of the NFL. Yeah. I two mean, face masks. He blamed it on the defenders today. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. Well, they have fancy new slippery track, face masks. Yeah. He goes out today, he goes, well, you know, I think it's uh, it's as much, you know, the fault of the defender as it was, you know, of me. This is on 247sports.com. Let me give you the quote for it as it's loading here. Um yeah, it's just wild that he is hated by everyone. Sure. Like, and you see, you see guys like give him an extra shot. You see guys like, like go after him a little bit harder, a little bit later than you do otherwise. And, and if it's you know he runs in the sideline, he's going to take a shot from a guy on the sideline. He goes down, another guy's going to come in and drop an elbow or a knee or a whatever. Here it is. Excuse me. It was from SteelersDepot.com. Can't tell you how good or, or bad of a website that is. Deshaun Watson suggests Steelers defenders share the blame for face mask penalties. What? What, do you split the 15 yards in half? You each get seven and a half yards? Well, they stuck their face mask in his hand. That's <sighs> the same defense as lawyers had, and that one didn't work very well. I, yep, okay, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says here, quote, uh, because the defender grabbed my arm and led my fingers into his face mask. Okay. Oh, okay. This is sounding more and more familiar. I First off, I said it as a joke, but I think that was like his lawyer's <laughs> actual defense. He never asked for any kind of inappropriate contact. I guess it was their fault. It was their fault because their hands ended as, up in the wrong spot. As far as the much face, like, much like Steelers defenders. Quote, as far as the face mask, face mask and things like that, I'm stiff-arming just like everyone else. And once they grab my arm as I'm running, they keep pushing. So the only way I can really, the only way I can really let go is to swing across. And once I do that, my hand is stuck in their helmet or their face mask. So I got to do a better job of hitting them with the palm. Hmm. Shut up. You should meditate on that before the game. Oh, he's so stupid. So is his are his palms like extra reactionary that the face mask hits the palm and he involuntary <sighs> wraps his fingers around the face mask? I don't get the defense. Man, I'm so glad he lost. Every single game. And they're I gonna hate- lose they're gonna lose considerably more games now that Nick Chubb is out. So the world rejoice. Anyone well, not from Cleveland, you're welcome. Did you see that you said Nick Chubb? 
injury? Did you guys see the leg thing? Did you what? Did you, I watched I it when you were watching it? Okay, I saw it live, and I don't want to watch. They it. They didn't replay. re-show it. I didn't want to watch a replay. The and it's the same knee he did at Georgia. Like this is a you're for sure done this season. Could you be done more and more? Like could you be done forever ever? Like strong possibility. I don't want to think that a dude who's that young and that talented could be out of this thing. But if you saw this thing, this injury, this he was kind of trying to get through the line, engaged a little high guy, kind of came in kind of low. I don't know if I'd call it dirty. I don't know if I would. But what I would call it was, like, unfortunate because that side impact, and it just, I mean, it, it went from a letter, <laughs> like a capital I to a capital L. Like, it was just as bad as it could look. I, I can't personally watch those kind of injuries no. because so one, one very time. similar happened to me. Ugh. Yeah. And we don't want lunch and dinner all over the beautiful Albuquerque Dukes team store. No, no one wants that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I like the doubleheader move on Monday Night Football. It felt weird. I, I wasn't watching one game because I wasn't watching two. Right. You know, and they, and they both they started poorly, low scoring in the first halves. I, I already have a big problem with Thursday and Monday Night Football anyways. I think do it all in one day. Like you, you, NFL, I get it. I concede. You have the one day. You have Sundays. Do it. Do that thing. Teams don't want Mondays. Teams don't want Thursdays. So I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to Monday. I get it. You got your awesome Sunday day, all the games, the red zone action. I love it so much. And you got one feature highlight game on Monday. My beef is with Thursday. Mm-hmm. I don't think NFL players want to play on Thursday. I don't want them but to. But when you got one single solitary game on Monday and you know the whole country's watching, a lot of the world is watching, I think a lot of players are into that. They all look so bad, though. Like, no one goes out there and has that game on a night game. Like, the handful of guys that show up in primetime and really do it is just a handful. The number of dudes where you look at the stats and they're like, they're, they're O and whatever in primetime games. Sure. Or they're O and are, their passer rating is this much lower. Or they, their defense and teammates surrender this many more points. Or right. whatever. It's, it's kind of unfair, I think, to the teams that have to. You know, and we get, for instance, we got the Jets this year. Obviously, they were projected to have Aaron Rodgers. They don't have Aaron Rodgers. You're going to put Zach Wilson in all these primetime games. He's going to flounder all you year long. Flex them all out of you those have games. To. I think it was a. I mean, as far as last night went, I think it's like a scheduling snafu because you had four teams who were defense oriented, who are all defense first teams, and they played exactly like that. The offense was sloppy. There was no long sustained drives. Mm-hmm. A lot of energies, uh, injuries, a lot of hard hits. It was, it was rough. It wasn't ideal for sure. But then loser NFL fan is like, well, I like those defensive struggles. I like, I like uh, field goals and special teams. And uh, whenever that guy fair caught that, that ball right there on the side of the sideline instead of letting it go out of downs, I, I mean, I really appreciate it. He caught it and took a 30-yard net loss or whatever it ended up being. And you're like, what is, I mean, what's the, what's the enjoyment factor of this? It's like zero to me. I mean, if you're a defense guy, that was your night. There's no no one. Steelers is scored two defensive touchdowns. The Steelers' defense single-handedly won that game. People who tiny cl- hand Kenny Pickett didn't do anything last night. People who claim to be defensive guys in football are weirdos. Like people that are like, oh man, they're lined up in the four six here. Ugh. 
So as a, def- as a defense guy, that really hurts my feelings. You see what I'm saying? So I like some good competition from mm-hmm. the defense. A 55-54 game, that's a lot of fun, a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> yep. But give me some competition from the other side of the ball. Mm-mm. The exact opposite. Yeah. To me, it's, uh, well, you know, Fred, as far as teams that have a dime package, uh, at the fourth depth chart position, this defensive back for your AFC East, he doesn't qualify as a top five guy. In the way, and you're like, please stop. Just tell me, tell me the one thing you want to say about the dime package because I don't care. Talk to me about uh, Pico or whoever from the Rams. That's what I care about. I care about guys. You talking about Puka Lanuka? Yes. I'm talking about dudes catching passes and, and, and tearing up grass or turf because I guess half the field is be NFL. Sure, more than half. <laughs> yes. But football is not as good when there's not points being scored. Points were not scored last night, and it was a collision of two bad games into one primetime spot. Also, the only saving grace to primetime football is Joe Buck. He can't be in both places at the same time. All right, miss me with that. The only saving grace for a horrible uh, schedule of Monday Night Football last night was us being at Howie Sports page. Loved it. And raging at the page with the Monday Night Maniacs and the friends of the show. That's what made the difference from last night. Amory, did you have fun at Howie's last night? I had fun at my house watching uh, the football games. I don't like a doubleheader uh, Monday Night Football game. Uh, I don't like it at all because I had to keep flipping back and forth, and I was like, ugh, this is, like, annoying. And I just don't think it's as good. Just have one game on Monday night. Just have one. And we, yeah, there's a doubleheader next night, too. And, Van, I agree with you. Thursday night football, I don't like it. It's a short week for players, and especially with injuries and whatnot. So, uh, I mean, it's more football, yay, but I don't like, I hate Thursday night football. And I'm not really for the international stuff, either. Okay, all right. I think very, it's unfair. Very, you got to travel. Very. Very xenophobic on your yeah. part. Amory hates inclusion. Yeah, we're not doing that. That's what I just heard. Yeah, okay. I don't hate inclusion. Yes. I'm all about fairness when you have to all travel. Right. KKOB, uh, Amory produces for KKOB yeah, for like six months, and now she's her. xenophobic. She's been indoctrinated. Yep. <laughs> you guys didn't know yeah, me before like foreigners. two years ago. That's not true at all, by the way. <laughs> Whenever I met Amory two years ago, she, um, I met her in a kitchen. And I thought this is this is well. It was Frank's chicken and waffles. Oh, was I was like, "What are you yeah. talking about?" And I thought, I thought this is fitting. This is where Amory's place. Okay. This is, I see her culture. I understand <laughs> exactly what's going. You on. You want to be our manager? Yeah, that's what she said. Whatever the next collective bargaining agreement goes through, you have to be able to flex the best game of the week to Monday night. Make it the actual. Yeah, you, highlight that's what it it's used to be. to be. That's yeah, what it used it the, to be. Make it the actual highlight you it's supposed to be. Sunday night or Monday night? No, Monday night used to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm playing Monday night football. Like, it was like the game. Yeah. Well, hold up, though. That's not what Van's talking about. You're talking about scheduling at the beginning of the season. Van's talking about the most exciting matchup of the week. Of no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's, no I'm agreeing with Van. Out. Yeah. yeah, well, you can't do it on Mondays, though. Like, you could do it. You could do what you're describing from Sunday to Sunday night. No problem. The venue's already secured. You know what's going to go on. It, it doesn't work like that. Like for a million reasons, including travel, including like like support staff, including uh, I'll just give you an example. Like some stadiums are in cities, and that parking lot is used otherwise, you know, on a Monday or whatever. Like so, you have to plan that stuff ahead of time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's the logistical nightmare that you're talking about yeah. right now. I think with the the right amount of notice, they can get all of this stuff done. I I thought you were saying do it at the same week, like saying like. 
Hey, like that's Saturday the, night. We're like, oh, we like this game better. Or Tuesday morning, the week before, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday the week before. I think that's enough time for you to oh, change know. all the logistics. Not a full day, because I, if you, I'll give you an example. Let's say it's Las Vegas, but it's right? an extra day. It's not like you're taking a day away. You're adding a day. Uh, sure, but this is the same kind of mindset. Like if you are uh, working a cash register at a bar, like you don't want your cash register to be over. You don't want it to be under. You know, you want it to be right. And the idea is with this is like we'll use Las Vegas as an example. Everyone that has season tickets to the Las Vegas Raiders does not live in Las Vegas. So if you're giving people five days notice that they have to move their accommodations, they have to move their game, it just doesn't work. I do think it works if you do it the same day. I think it's easier. But, I mean, those people, they go to work on Mondays. You know, they fly back on whatever. It's, um, but I, I do see the Sunday, Sunday one yeah, better. It, and if we, we would never have to have a night like last night again. Oh, God, that I yearn for. If, well, and if we just eliminated Thursday Monday Night Football, it would never happen. If we had the formula you're talking about, where we could always put the best game, which is whatever game Jordan loves playing in for whatever team he's playing on, versus whatever opponent into the primetime game, I'd be like, yes, let's do that every week. Instead of craptacular Deshaun Watson, it was rough. Yeah, Kenny Pickett versus Deshaun Watson. Like they, it's like who wants to lose this more? Yes, they try. They actively tried, except for that one long touchdown to George Pickens. Pickett to Pickens. Yeah, it was a snoozer. Snoozer on the offensive side of the ball. One big run by is that cat's name Webb thirty four whatever he looked fine Ford Ford yeah Ford Tom Ford oh Tom Ford so he did well and then the other game we didn't really mention New England okay or not New, New Orleans England, uh, New Orleans and yeah. uh, okay I mean there's not a ton to really like why like what are we going they're playing Carolina like hey, is this no one cared like, before it started is this just a small sample size of like some really strong defenses going up against each other or is this the way the NFL wants the season to be. Because scoring is down all year so far. Yeah. There's a couple fringe examples of some guys putting it on another team, but scoring is down. I mean, not every team can have a Jordan Love. You know, I think it kind of comes down to <laughs> Who that. Who lost? Whenever we, get, whenever we get back, we continue uh, We continue the Deshaun Watson hate. I, I got a lot of it. Let's go. Kind of I've kept it. I've kept it packed in, and I don't want to anymore. I'm going to say out loud very mean things. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from the Albuquerque Dukes or the intersection of Central and Carlo. Come hang out with your boys and spend $30 on some merch. The Sports Animal. Brought to you. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. You better give me that. Give me that. Yeah. We throw up the set. We throw up the set. Dallas Cowboy talk in about 10 minutes. We can't do that now. No, because I here's my problem. I want to do Dallas Cowboy talk all day. I do too. Because they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's a given. Right. This is the first time in the history of their franchise they're going to win the Super Bowl, and that's incredible. The first time. Well, I mean, the fans act like they win it every year, but they don't. They're not good. No. They they, they haven't been to the NFC Championship game in ten thousand five hundred forty one <laughs> days. But they're going to put win. the link to that on our website. Just we a, need an exact count clock. with hours and minutes. <laughs> At talkabq.com. This is, the, this is the year that you go to the Super Bowl and lose. But still, you're going. The Cowboys will win the Super Bowl this year. You're a fool. No, I am not. I've seen their team. You're biting on that We Dim Boys vibes. See, this happens every year. You're so short-sighted. And you don't recall history. 
is a big history buff myself right here, one Van Nunley uh-huh. on uh, you know, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports, the animal. sports animal. A big history buff will tell you this is the exact same time of year that the Cowboys go 2-0, and 3-0 and on their super soft pansy schedule, and then they get the, the calls. You hear it in the background. You hear it everywhere you go. We them boys. We them boys. You hear it everywhere you go. And I got a got a reality check, Cowboys fans. You're gonna have to start playing some real teams here in a few weeks, and you're gonna get exposed. They're good. They're good. But you're not that good. This happens every year. Don't forget, it happened last year and the year before no, and no. the year before, going all the way back to 1990 friggin' six. This team hits different. And I will go into it at length in exactly seven minutes. Let's go. Sorry. They're a better team. So immediately after the game last night, I look up Deshaun Watson's contract because I want to see just how quick Cleveland can get out of this. Oh, I'll fix this one for you real fast. They're not. They're stuck with this pervert. They do seem allegedly. They seem to be stuck, don't they? Allegedly. Also proven in a court of law. Base salary this year, $1 million. $18 $18 million projected bonus. That's good money. That's good money if you can get it. Cap hit about 7%. Should build a team around him. Here's where it gets bad. What about next year, Fred? $46 million base. 17, basically $18 million prorated bonus. Putting this guarantee salary at $46 million, obviously. But his cap number at $63 million next year. And you can't cut him this year. Because it leaves, and I have the number here. Are you ready for this, man? I have it written down. Okay, thank you. If they try to cut him next year, the dead cap number would be $155,977,000 in 2024. What? I'll do some math for you real quick. They would then carry dead cap of about $45 million into 2025. What? For that number, let me tell you what you can get. How many McChickens? You can get 89.12 Garner men's shoes. That's so sweet. You could have 89 Garner men's shoes on your team. That's 88 more than you need. For the price it would cost to cut Deshaun Watson, if they were the, who is a wildly better quarterback. If they were to trade him, let's say, if they could chump someone in two, they'd be left with a dead cap number of sixty, basically $63 million. He's got to go, and the only way they're going to get rid of him is not a restructure, but it's going to be a breach. That's how they're going to get rid of him. They're going to peg him with more of what he has done historically because he's done weird stuff historically, and they have something. I assure you the Cleveland Browns have something that they're holding on to, a Donald Trump card, and they're going to play it at whatever time they need to play it to get this boy off the books for what it costs. To cut Deshaun Watson, you can have 46 Jameis Winstons. Can you imagine how good of a football team you'd have if you had 46 Jameis Winstons? You're not using good examples. That's not a good example. (laughs) How many bushels of bananas? You trading futures? Yeah. Trading futures? So so no one cramps up on Monkey never cramp. (laughs) When the Browns drafted Dorian Thomas Robinson, you were like, that's weird. Dorian Thompson Robinson, we're going to DTR? You already have a quarterback. You're paying him more money than any other player in the league. 
What are you doing? Oh, now I remember. Uh-huh. You have something in your pocket. You're going to get rid of this fool. He's not going to make it. He will not see the rest of this money. They're going to keep losing games, and then Cleveland's going to say, actually, detrimental to the team. We're not going to tell you what, but we both have decided to part ways. Here's the settlement. It'll be something realistic, and Don, Deshaun Watson will fade away. And it might they might announce it as a restructuring. They might announce it as something, but it's not. It's extortion. This is a very real thing that's going to very real happen. $230 million is a lot to fight for. If they got dirt on him and they try to go secret about it, he's going to fight for all that money. If they go public with it, then it's liable, and you have to have a proper civil suit. Right. So he's going to have to agree. The only way that this works, the only way you can get rid of a Deshaun Watson and all that money is absolutely airtight case that he agrees to and takes his goodbye money. Well, and here's the thing. like, are you... And goes and plays for the new XFL-USFL <laughs> merger, whatever it is. Are you, as the team who willingly signed a rapist, going to trust the word of a rapist? Like, you have two terrible entities interacting with each other. Sure. Like, there's... There's nothing here that tells me that either of these people will adhere to any agreement. And it's not he, like uh, it's not like Steelers fans. It's like, hey, at least this guy's winning us Super Bowls. He also sucks. Yeah, sucks. It's it's hard to say like, hey, we give the we gave this guy the biggest guaranteed money contract in the history of the NFL. I mean, look what he's doing on the field. He's a pervert and he sucks. Hey, Marie. Uh, well, no, and well, they were. I think they were hoping for Deshaun Watson before he sat down was suspended, but they can't cut him. There's like rules, but they can't trade him, and that's what I see happening. Because especially losing someone like Nick Chubb, I don't know how soon it will happen, but they're going to probably trade him in the next. Someone's going to be desperate for a quarterback, and I guarantee won't need him. Well, I, I do agree with A. Marie that somebody will be desperate for a quarterback. No one will be desperate for a rapist. No, not, well, this is the NFL. Like, I, so I, I'm not. As, yeah, I'm not pushing that aside. But we've seen it before with many NFL players. Uh, start well. He used to be really good. I, I don't if, know if he'll ever go back to his old form. But I, he's going to be traded at some point. As inept as the Cleveland Browns organization is currently and historically you at least have to build in mm-hmm. some kind of behavior clause. You can't sign an alleged rapist to a record contract and not have some kind of behavior clause to give yourself an out. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't think they're that incompetent. I think they're incompetent. I don't think they're that incompetent. I have an understanding of business. I specifically have an understanding of blackmail. You don't go into this without without being prepared for this. Sure. That's how this game works. And I know I, know, I get what Amory is saying. There's a can't cut list. I understand. Yeah. But it won't be a cut. It will be a something. It'll be a restructure right. and a release. It'll be a um, re- early retirement. Like, it'll be something of that nature where it won't look the traditional way, but it will come in a way restructured his contract yeah. and stepping away from personal issues. He can take the rest of the year and become a free agent upon whatever well, deadline. You date. know, for all we know, Deshaun Watson knows a secret about Houston Texans ownership. He knows a secret about fill in the blank Dallas Cowboys ownership. He knows a secret about right. 
And he ended up doing all this weird stuff. And the NFL was like, hey, Cleveland. And by the way, I'll go conspiracy on this. They were like, hey, Cleveland, bite the bullet on this. Yeah. We'll give you one year to win a chip. Look, we'll make you 7% of your salary. And then afterwards, here's the plan. Sure. And don't be surprised if whenever we look back on this, what's today's date? The 19th? When we look back at September 19th, 2023, and we're like, oh, yeah, no, we, we totally forecast this weird stuff. Because that's the weird stuff that's going to happen. Will it not happen at the end of the season? Strong possibility. But he got to go. And they got a plan. Because there's powers that be that are better. Also, to A. Marie's uh, conversation about on and off the field stuff, you know, the NFL claim that the NFL was no Colin Kaepernick, no Tim Tebow, no distractions. You just put it in that same category. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be morality police. Also, attempt at least to be the morality police. Attempt. Yeah. I'm putting not just the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl when we get back. I'm putting them in the Super Bowl for the next three years. Oh, my God. <laughs> they are hands down the greatest football, baseball, basketball, all collegiate sports, including the ones that no one watches, like swimming and tennis. Sorry, Steve. If there's any EMT or medics cruising around listening to the program, yeah. please come to the Duke's team store yes. on the corner of Central and Carlisle. And let a kid play in your ambulance. I think our, our buddy Fred is stroking out right now. Because that's the most asinine thing he's ever said. I'm going to tell radio. you this: I have, I mean, since I watched the Dallas Cowboys, like stroking has been a lot easier. That's how good they have been. <clears throat> Please go to commercial. Two men on ninety-five point nine <laughs> FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. This. Back live at the Albuquerque Duke store. Grooving. Is this a groovy one? Steve, take your time with that headset, I guess. I like this one a lot. This is one of my favorites all time. Coming back music. Not topic. I hate this topic. Losers. What? What? What is your favorite part of the Dallas Cowboys, and why is it the best defensive player in the entire NFL, Micah Parsons? That's hard for you to say, too, isn't it? It's factual. As a linebacker, Micah Parsons in the first two games of this year has been better at his position than any other player in the NFL has been at their position. In history. That's a stretch. In one a big stretch. Lawrence Taylor, Deion Sanders, Patrick Willis, a lot of players. As you look, Reggie White. As you look at what the Dallas Cowboys did to your New York Jets, your Aaron Rodgers-led New York Jets. New Jersey Jets. Thank you. I'm sorry. As you look at how they demolished them, embarrassed them, put them in their place them do you see even another team on this entire schedule for the cowboys that could even put a chink in the armor that is the blue and white star of the dallas cowboys they cannot and will not lose a game don't say that asian american please so there's a rude awakening coming and by the way it's not the it's not the new jersey jets all right they're they're not they're not my team unless they're led by my beloved ex, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. All right. I'm All right, off. I'm just jumping off the bandwagon as hard as humanly possible mm-hmm. if there's no Aaron Rodgers. They're going to hang. The th- entertainment value's not there. The talent's not there. My interest isn't there anymore. I don't care how good Sauce Garner and Garrett Wilson and Quinnen Williams are. I'm off I the Jets it. bandwagon. You don't like your ex girlfriend since she got fat. I get it. Exactly. Okay. Since she tore her friggin' Achilles. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't talk to her anymore. Also, probably would have been a different game if he was playing against the Cowboys. What? Yeah, they would have only lost by 20 instead of 30. Exactly. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to hang a 50-burger on the Cardinals. Just take well, the, the week Cardinals. off. Have like a 50-50 raffle and let fans play for the Cowboys for one week because that's all you need to beat the Cardinals. The J- the Giants barely beat the Cardinals. We know how bad the Giants are. Well, and if I was being picked as a fan to play, I would call all-time quarterback for both teams because I would be good enough. You step up? Yeah, I could do both. You have you have way more eyebrows than the Cardinals quarterback. You got that going for you. I can throw a football upwards of some, and that is more than what is currently available on the Arizona Cardinals. What's his name? Joshua Dobbs? Sounds like a correct. Guess. That sounds like a guess. That is correct. <laughs> no, he nailed it. Sounds like a tire place. <laughs> a tire place? So not a Dobbs. Get your tires checked. That probably exists. Let's consult the interwebs on this one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about this Cowboys team. They're going to put a 50-burger on the Cardinals. They're going to put a 60-burger on the Patriots. They're going to – it's going to be closer when they play the 49ers. They might only win by 20. Then they're going to play the Chargers. Okay. They're going to stomp through them. They're going to play the Rams. They're going to stomp through them. Revenge matchup against the Eagles in early November. Obviously, obviously going over there. Won't struggle with the Giants. Won't struggle with the Panthers. Won't struggle with the Washington Guardians. Won't struggle with the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my then, God. If they catch an L, it would be in the December 10th game against the Eagles as the Eagles have a chance to have figured them out. Also, that's a night game. I just talked about night games at length. Anything can happen. But the Bills are lonely and terrible. The Dolphins are good, but they're not playing for anything on Christmas Eve. They already got what? the AFC East locked up. The Lions aren't going to win again. And then you finish the season with the Washington Guardians so on you January say the, the 7th. You're saying the Dallas Cowboys are going 16-1? and 1? Or 17-0. and 0. If they go 15-2, and 2, I'll be disappointed. With 43 locations throughout the Midwest and lower Midwest, yes. our friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are here for all of your tire and auto service needs. There you go. <laughs> Unpaid advertisement. <laughs> radio. I wonder if it's the Josh Dobbs family. It's a real place. It's a radio. I just read right off of their website. I know it existed because they uh, they used to sponsor my radio show in St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys are very, very good. Yeah. I they saw got it. a glaring deficit on their lineup what and his name is Dak Prescott mm-hmm. oh my god you're an idiot this team this roster is absolutely loaded 31 every position 255 yards two tutties did you see what the offensive line had to do to make up for his bad decision making all those amazing circus catches his deep core of wide receivers kept making see, all the and Deuce the, Vaughn yeah Deuce Vaughn yeah Deuce Vaughn no. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb, yes. All you have to do is get it close to those guys. Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn juking people out of their shoes oh to take the pressure off of that loser Dak Prescott. You too. Who's just weighing the whole team now, down. He's actually, let's go beyond the team. Dak Prescott is weighing the whole league down. They got a guy they can give it to. He's weighing the whole <laughs> They got a guy they can give it to 25 times a game. Yes, and Tony Deuce Pollard. Vaughn. Deuce Ballard touched the ball six times. Deuce. I don't know what he's talking about. It's Deuce he's Vaughn. so good. Deuce Vaughn is he not had good. Big, he had big plays. Also, I kind of hate that other sports still let athletes wear 42. And that's, this is not the conversation time for that, but I think everyone needs to give Jackie Robinson his flowers. In every sport? In every sport. 42 should be 
outlawed. All right. Now, Fred, I will agree with you that the, I think the Dallas Cowboys will make it to the playoffs yeah. once again. And I understand the NFC isn't as tough as the AFC. I just don't see them going to the Super Bowl. And it's very early, and it's only week two, and they got to be careful when you heat up. They're heating up a little early. This is the We Dem Boys region. Oh, my god! This is the We Dem Boys December region of the football way season. way different than September football. If I set a microwave for 17 minutes or, in this analogy, 17 wins, <laughs> it's equally hot in the o? first minute as it is in the last minute. Correct. That's what this team is. They're microwave hot. This is 1950s Americana, and you're getting your stay-at-home housewife, the, the tool that will help her finally live in ease and comfort when the Dak, Dallas Cowboys microwave when Dak Prescott you mean the man of the year okay so <laughs> so Tony Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn are going to run the ball down the throats of the Cardinals and Who the Patriots is Deuce Vaughn Duh. the RB2 behind Tony Pollard Rico Downwell had more carries than him so then Dak Prescott is going to go and lose to San Francisco the L.A. Chargers, the L.A. Rams, no, no, they're not. Oh my and then the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to lose four in a row. How can you be drunk? And mark my words, me and the whole rest of the tell world, the not just that. redheads, are going to be calling for Dak's head and putting Cooper Rush, the real QB1, on that team. Install him for the second half of the season because that's the only way you're going to be successful throughout the second half of this NFL season, Cowboys fans. Email Jerry Jones now. Cooper Rush. It's the Cooper Rush era. I'm trying to help usher it in. Do me a favor. Look up DallasWowBoys.com. See if that's taken. And if it's not, buy that. <laughs> Redirect it to our site. Because moving forward, I'm only referring to them as the Dallas Wow Boys. I think that's taken from the jackass people. Not the Cowboys. The MTV's TV show, Jackass. I've never seen what we're talking about. So if I've accidentally infringed, I apologize to all the involved parties. Okay. But I love the Dallas Wild Boys. I think we could uh, we could change it a little bit and Wild B O I S. I think we'd alter that a little bit. Are you saying Wild? I boys? believe Wild Boys is with a Z. I said Wow Boys. Wow Boys. Like W O Wow. I thought you said Wild. Whenever we get back more okay, from the bye. Albuquerque Duke store, it's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. What happened to you? Huh? What happened? Just crap. Just a cramp? No, just crap. You told me what, what what can you eat to help you make you feel better? Bananas. Yeah. Why, why bananas? Monkeys never crops. <laughs> you know, monkey never crop. Be, because a monkey every day bananas. Two. So how many Two. did you have today? Three. Our three. Oh, yeah. So you no more <laughs> no more cramp for you. I need three banana because a monkey never crops. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Arigato. I love him so much. I can't put into words the flash in the pan was the BDE of Muniori Kawasaki in his short time in Major League Baseball. The best interviews, and that one was the best of the best. Monkey never cramp. Fred. He has a whole million YouTube clips, but by the way. He's hilarious. There are T-shirts dedicated to Monkey Never Cramps. Uh-huh. And a cool-ass monkey with sunglasses 
is the photo. Yep. <sighs> Tree banana. Do you guys ever think of, like, how much stuff exists on the Internet that we just don't know about? Yeah, you're welcome for that one, by the way. <laughs> I haven't heard you say thank you once since I brought this up. Muniori Kawasaki, MLB legend. You ever watch any of those, like, old, like, 70s and 80s, like, Jane Goodall documentaries about, like, monkeys and apes and stuff? Of and, course. I love that stuff. And it's, I love that stuff. I love stuff that stuff so, so much. much. You give me a new David Attenborough documentary? Yeah. What about a monkey? I'm sitting on the front row. Mm-hmm. And they're so politically incorrect now. Like, if you go back and watch them, like, they're like, they're like uh, they call, I don't know, like, like native tribesmen or whatever. They're, they're, yeah. they're like bush people. Right. And you're like, what? No, I don't say, I don't, I don't feel like that's appropriate, like, in right. these days of age. But like they obviously trim their bush. Yeah, that's Wait, like what? yeah. They, this is a nice apothecary. <laughs> is that what that's called? That's not what that's called. I think they live in trees or tree people. These ones. The one that? It's the wrong one. They're not even bush people. There, you, you see that one where the camera follows the monkey like around like the desert or whatever, and the cameraman or whoever the voiceover guy is like, it's like you know if you follow them long enough that they'll show you where water is. And you're like, oh okay, the monkey knows where the water is. Cool. And they're like, and if you follow them even longer, I'll show you where the fruits are. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, I know where the fruits are. And it's like, and if you follow him a little bit longer, he'll let you get close to him, and then you can kill him and eat him. And you're like, he just helped you whoa, 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 whoa. so significantly. He just gave you water and bananas. In the safari. Now you're going to murder him with cold blood? Yeah, and also, hear me out, and I recognize survival situations, and sure. I also recognize in a primitive living situation, I would not survive. I recognize that. Yeah, and you wouldn't even be able to track him that long. Unless you're eating bananas and not cramping. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Monkey never cramp. Monkey never cramp. (laughs) Amory, in a primitive living situation where all you had were the resources immediately at your disposal, how long would you survive? I would survive a long time. No, that is incorrect. No, 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 no. You would die immediately like all of us. Almost immediately. Why? Within a week. No. Not in my house. (laughs) Not in my small town. I've uh, read the British Special Forces Field Guide, and I'm pretty above average as, like, a a camper and outdoors person. Sure. I can forage for food. I I can... I could kind of kill an animal and gut it and all that good stuff. I was a Boy Scout. I'm the... giving myself six weeks. Don't tops. give. Don't Boy Scout. Liberally, liberally six weeks of the greatest situation. country in the world. I was a Boy Scout of that country. Okay. That continent. I was a Boy Scout of that continent. It's the Boy Scouts of North America. I don't know if it is, but I was. I can't. Or all of the Americas. Also, I don't know if I made it to Boy Scout. I may have just been a Cub Scout. Ah, Cubs suck. Brownie. <laughs> Steve Palmasano's here, everyone. <laughs> it got to the point where the goals were to get patches for, like, a scarf. Sure. I was like, I'm no longer interested. I only want to tie knots and shoot bows and arrows. Yeah. You know how many, you know how many types of knots I know? Yeah, your, your dad was proud of you for being a Boy Scout till you came home with the scarf on. Yeah. Yeah. So what you, it's like, this is what they're teaching you in Boy Scouts? Yeah. Sit down, How to wear scarves? Sit down and watch this documentary on these Bush people. <laughs> it's two men on 95 po- Also, Bush people are not like people who vote Republican. This is like, a, it was a whole different uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you cleared that up. Bush people love British rock and roll from the 90s.
on Thursday night. You can listen to Thursday Night Football right here on The Sports Animal.